stay home and wash your hands and listen to the broadcast. In the states who are abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. In the states who are abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the grab to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the broadcast, and now here are your broadcasters, Hanakawa and Katrina. Oh. Washing your hands, good advice. We can't get enough of in the past few weeks. Do you think that the that the American public is realizing just how poor we were at hand hygiene prior to all this? <laughs> I think I think like everyone had it in their mind to wash their hands after they did things that were dirty, but mm-hmm. I don't think many people lived in the the shoes of germaphobes who oh, yeah. are constantly in fear of everything they touch. I think mm-hmm. we had we have a little taste of what it's like to be scared of every substance or every surface or everyone. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty um it's been pretty interesting for me. I've been, you know, self-quarantined for for almost a week now. Um you know, obviously I can go outside and everything, but um yeah, so I mean, I'm still obviously washing my hands and everything. Um we recognize that there's this thing going on around us, right? Right. <laughs> this thing is called COVID-19 <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> Whatever, our world is changing into this, like, weird apocalyptic pseudo, like, I don't know what's happening. It's very strange. (laughs) I've been unusually zen about it because I guess just, you know, it is what it is, right? Um, And, uh, but but there's a lot going on. And I don't know about you, but I'm really grateful for the escape of our 90 Day Fiancés. (laughs) to watch (laughs) i i think that has been a major help and i'm curious to see actually what the ratings look like i think Mm, our our ratings instagram folks need to post to see if we actually surpassed walking dead because i (laughs) i think in a time like this people are more like yeah no this is too real i need some shit to watch right that's how I am. I, I, I'm sort of getting my fill of all of the news and the other stuff, and I'm like, I need some complete distraction, so I put on this stuff. So I'm really glad. Um, I also, you know, I recommend if you're looking for other distraction and you want to go back in the 90-day franchise, I recommend seasons two, three, and four in that order of the regular OG 90-day fiancé, and then seasons one and two of Happily Ever After. There you go. If you're looking for stuff to watch, right? Because I think everyone knows what the recommendations are. I think it's to stay inside right now as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Don't right. be around people of 10 or more. Of course, by the time you hear this, this could change. So, right. you know, always <laughs> always refer to the most uh, reliable sources you have. So is it CDC who... You have the... I always forget his name. I want to call him Dr. Gauchi. Our Lord and Savior, Dr. Fauci. Fauci. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) 
Almost yeah, there. Yeah, our, our lead infectious disease doctor who's sort of guiding guiding our response to this. Uh, he, I like him. He's no nonsense. Uh, don't listen to us. Listen to him and right. your health departments and your school health departments and whatever's going on with all of that. We recognize that all of this is going on and the need for our shit shows is sort of even more necessary, I think, as a good escape. So the good thing about podcasting is that we do this from our houses, right? So, right. And we have always done this via Skype because we live in different places. So we don't have to be around each other and our show can go on. Right. This is like the ultimate social distance. <laughs> yes, very much so. I'm in a room with the door <laughs> closed alone <laughs> looking at right. you on the, t- on the computer screen. Um, so with all of that said... Um, do you want to just talk about this episode a little bit? I do. I do. Because it was most interesting. <laughs> um, and I think we wanted to also kind of give a preface to what the style of the podcast is going to look like. That's in times what I was where, Yeah, in times <laughs> where we don't have fraud. Um, because there's not always fraud. Or if there's something, it's so minute that it's not worth making an hour show about. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's fraud, you know, we're all about reporting it. We'll be the ones front line giving it to you. Yeah, it's undirty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we also um, want to make sure that we have something awesome for you to listen to. So when there's not fraud to report, uh, we're going to carry on and cover the show in our own fun way. And if anyone's listened to our Patreon, they know that we are, um, I would still hash, uh, still consider it a soft recap. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a less, recap. less soft recap when there's more fraud. <laughs> yes. It's not your mama's recap. It's not your mama's recap. So, you know, I think uh you and I really discussed it as we still want to come and make a podcast and mm-hmm. we don't want to be digging at the very bottom of the barrel to find something to just, you know, right. label it as fraud. So yeah, some weeks are bigger than others when it comes to the fraud and investigations. And, you know, we can't always get interviews or other things to report on. So uh, we're going to cover the show in our own sort of twisted way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how twisted it is at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll try to keep it rated G for you guys. Um, <sighs> so that said... So you want to get into it? Let's get into it. We're on episode, I believe, four of Before the 90 Days. I think this one was titled Baby Be Mine. Baby. Baby. Baby, baby love. Be mine. No baby, baby love. love. Baby, baby love. love. Let's start with baby love. Let's start with baby love. Let's start with baby <laughs> loves. I think they both call each other that. <laughs> baby um, loves. So where we left off with them, I think Lisa was on the bed, mm. hot and ready. To go. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, right. Yeah, um. yeah. She had just landed, <laughs> and she was all stinky and gross, and she wanted to um, get that raw dog on. Oh, <sighs> I didn't want to be reminded of that. I forgot <laughs> about that. So we opened this show with them in bed the morning after. Right, and they seem yeah. pretty intimate. Still, they seem like they probably had a good night. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think that the heart, the hardest thing is just watching and going like, for me, it's more like, 
they just woke up and they're kissing. Like, I don't care how fucking in love you are. <laughs> no. Morning breath. Um, <laughs> morning breath. Like, that's a serious thing for me. Like, oh, I can't do it. Um, uh, I don't I think know. It was, it's not that bad. <laughs> I don't know. I have a I have a complex, I guess. Well, I don't um, know. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's been way too long since I've had to really deal with that since... Um, True, your guy is up before you, right? Yeah, he's up and gone by 3 a.m., so... <laughs> yeah, so they had sex, and they talk a little bit in their talking heads about it, and I loved how Usman was like, well, it was, yeah, it was like 70% good. <laughs> It was 70% good of what he expected, which we, we've uh-huh. heard something like this before. But I like how he actually sets it like, you know how there's 100%? Well, this was like 70%. You know what? That's just fucking great for me. That's all I need to reach Which was is acceptable, 70%. yeah. That was acceptable. And I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> and then uh, they show her talking head, and she's talking about the differences between their cultures sex-wise and what that means. And she's talking about, and she mentions oral sex. Now, does that mean that he's against it on being performed on him? Or more likely, he <laughs> he doesn't want to do it to I her? Have, I have so many issues because I'm like, you can't tell me that he has never heard of oral sex. Right. Ever. Or he's heard of it and he just hasn't done it because maybe culturally or religion wise, don't get started on the religion part. Maybe that's not something they do, but having sex before marriage is also something that they may not. I don't know. I'm just kind of. Yeah, we've seen this before, though, right? With with some other couples and um, their religion and how they're. You know, and, and to be honest, I mean, in your real life, there there are real men that are like this in, in real life. But we saw this, I think we saw it with Anna and Marcel. We saw it with, did we see it with Rebecca and Zied? I think we saw it with Laura and Oh, yeah, they, they, they hit it quick, too. And it, maybe it's like, hey, I'm already, like, going outside my parents' wishes by marrying, like, an American woman or right. marrying someone 30 years older than me. Fuck it. <laughs> Might as well do everything. But, like... You know, the whole performing oral sex, because we know because we know that it's not necessarily a Nigerian thing because we know Michael did the BJ for real. Right. <laughs> he did. He, he got the BJ for real. But maybe right. maybe Angela introduced it to him and he just was having withdrawals while she was gone. <laughs> but then we also had that where there was a scene with Angela and Michael where she said something and it was bleeped out. You wouldn't, you won't bleep, bleep my bleep. And so the speculation is that she said, you won't eat my coochie. Kuka. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe he, maybe he, maybe he won't. I don't know. So this, we, we all know guys in our personal lives that mm-hmm. want it but won't give it. So that's not right. too far off of the the possibility. Correct, correct. And um, so so we get to be treated to Lisa discussing that. And if I discuss Lisa's kucha getting eaten out anymore, then you know I might lose my dinner. <laughs> well, the one thing we know is that Usman said, or Soja Boy, sorry, said he was not lazy about it. So I'm guessing he put in some effort. 
<laughs> you wasn't lazy about it. I wasn't lazy about it. I was like, oh, Lord. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, but, but, but really, how much effort does he have to put in to not appear lazy to Lisa? Oh, uh, that's true. She was probably, like, all over him. Like. Right. Yeah. The He-Man came out in her. Ooh. Okay. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> So then they go um, out to breakfast. They're going out to breakfast before they travel, what, three hours to... His home. His home, which I don't know if it's in another state or it's in a a part of the state that he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, but he then, I, I guess the conversation after, you know, she has to profess her love by eating whatever they were having for breakfast. They were having... It's like cabbage and cabbage. pasta. Yeah. And meat and... I'm like, did, was there a banquet the night before and they just got all the fucking <laughs> leftovers? Is that traditional Nigerian table? breakfast? I don't know. I have no I idea. I need to know. But I've, you know. I've never known spaghetti to be Nigerian breakfast, but it's been a while since I have had breakfast with a Nigerian person. So, Well, also, we know that Matt Sharp loves this foreign food being... Shock. You know, hoisted upon our, you know, unassuming Americans. So, <laughs> right. So we ha- we have that the the gratuitous food scene, um, and then you know we have goofballs two point This this season's ver- <laughs> version of the goofballs, Usman's friends, right. Giant and Usman, and and they talk about Usman needing his mom's approval. Right, and I guess in conversation For, oh, to marry, she had to marry Lisa. Sorry, I had to finish to marry Lisa. Yeah, <laughs> they need they need they need his mom's approval. Which I mean, we kind of already know from watching Michael and Angela's story that that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, Lisa thought that he was going to forego any approval needed, and at least right. that's what he that's what he gave her the impression that he was going to do. And he kind of flipped the switch when she was there now saying, well, actually, we do need my mom's approval. Right. Which... He, he he seemed to have indicated that he was willing to get married without it, regardless. Because right. they plan to get married on this trip, which isn't unusual. It's not uncommon for these kinds of relationships. Um, and I think we've talked about that before, that the women we have. who are and in, in fact, it's yeah. smart. Yeah. Because it gives another level of legitimacy to their relationship, so they just go straight for the spousal visa versus the K-1. Since they're already going to be up against issues with the K-1 visa and the legitimacy of the relationship because of the age difference and all the same things we talked about with Michael and Angela and why Michael's was denied, they're just bypassing that by getting married. And we know that they do, in fact, go and get married. So... Yeah, so it seems like Usman has said that he doesn't. He would get married regardless of whether mom approves or not. And now he's he's kind of backpedaling on that and saying, "Oh yeah, right. well, I, I really do." And the the friends are like, "Yeah, it's important." Of course, duh. Well, and maybe he didn't think that it would get it as far as her actually getting out there and deal with it when it came up. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's what he kind of says, like. I don't have the wisdom now. He basically is like, yeah, when it happens, I'll, I'll find the right words, which, you know, some people can fly by and see their pants and that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, of course, the first uh, first situation where we have her doing her storm off, which I don't think it's going to be the last. Oh, um, no. 
And, and this, I think, is her talking head a little bit later after they, they go on the tour of his house, which we'll talk about in a minute. But he talks about how controlling Lisa is <laughs> and how it's, like, much worse than he anticipated. <laughs> I'm like, oh, honey. Uh, yeah. Well, see, because he was able to turn her off before. She started going on the phone. He could just be like, oh, no, oh, my losing, phone died. Somebody signal. called. Nigerian internet, as she said. <laughs> like, losing signal. You know, losing which, signal just <laughs> which actually losing signal. Get on your other phone, Usman, because what did we learn this week? Right. We learned that a lot of Nigerians will actually carry two or three phones, each on a different network because of the a different ir- carrier. The how, yeah, a different carrier because of how unreliable they all are. But I have a feeling that might be like celebrity status, though, because I don't know if everyone. I know yeah. I personally don't have the money to have two or three phones, so I don't know how cheap phones are out there. Plans, yeah. but like, yeah. So this is, getting in the car, his phone is blowing up, and Lisa hates both of them or hates his phone. There was a there was a continuity error, which could still be a continuity error, or it could be his actually has two phones, but she's holding the phone, saying it's blow. Or no, he has the phone. They show him holding the phone, getting in the car. But when they get right. in the car, she takes the phone and hands it to him, saying, your phone is blowing up. So did she have it or did he have it? One of his um, friends actually sent me a DM that said, <laughs> he has two phones. So <laughs> I was like, well, thank you for that tidbit of information. And I got I got um, information from from several people who said that in Nigeria it's not uncommon to have multiple phones because they carry right. multiple carriers. So so you can scene, imagine Lisa's twice as happy that he has two phones that are both probably bowing up. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, she's she was really petting that pet bit. Did you see that? Yeah, maybe that's what she Did does you notice? like anxiety. She was really petting that teddy bear. <laughs> she was going at it. I was like, what is she What is she petting? <laughs> <laughs> it's that stuffed animal bear, right? The one that he got she her was, for the, in the hotel room? Right. She was petting <laughs> it as she was plotting his murder. That's what she was doing. <laughs> so then they go to his house. Yes. And in his house, he shows her the one bed that he and his boys all sleep on and she's just like yeah no good thing we got a hotel and the bathroom with the bucket right she's like this is a celebrity home i'm like honey how many nigerian homes have you toured right i love how she's like this is how a celebrity lives like she's really hanging her hat on the fact that he's this quote-unquote celebrity that we have talked about this before about how he's nobody even knows him nobody knows who he is (laughs) Well, he had 20,000 followers on his hacked account, remember? Oh, yeah, allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. So, I mean, it's Nigeria still, like, (laughs) yeah. In any case, I guess, you know. I guess I was just kind of like, I felt like she was really rude. Yeah, well, she is. Thank goodness we're staying at the hotel, and this is dirty, and no way, and this and that. And I'm like. If they've been talking for two years, how does she not know that already? So that's bullshit. I call that bullshit on that. I call bullshit that she doesn't know that that's how he lives. You don't talk to somebody legitimately for two years and not talk about that. I don't think she was asking for pics of his house, though. Well, I'm pretty sure been. that's not what she was questioning. If, if you, of, don't so. you I mean if you want to know about somebody? 
maybe it's just because I've been in a long distance relationship where I wanted to know, like, uh, show me everything. Show me, give me a FaceTime tour. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've, se- I've been in that relationship where, where you want to know all these things. That's probably a sane relationship versus, I think she spent most of her time hunting down how many kissy faces were on his post and tightening oh up his social media rather than caring about your Facebook. Well, we know she's also batshit crazy on social media, which we can talk about later if we want. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get to that in our social media roundup because, yeah, yeah, she's a whole yeah. segment of her own. She's um, a whole thing. Anyway, so. <laughs> I don't, I can't remember where we leave off with them, though. Like, all I remember is them touring and then. Yeah. That's it? I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. We don't show them getting to a hotel or anything like that yet. I feel like there's going to be something else instead. Um, all right. So Darcy and Tom. Yes, our two, re- our two returning cast members. So this is hilarious because <laughs> Darcy is like... she. They show her talking head saying that Stacy forwarded her some images and pictures from social media that... Um, I guess she's saying that Florian had him, but I don't know where she really for real got him because I'm actually the one that posted those pictures back in September uh, of Tom with this blonde girl. And I posted all those back in September. They were still airing the previous season of Before the 90 Days when when those pictures came out. So as far as timeline goes... Um, that's when they came out and they were, they were current real time as of when I posted them. So, um, so she has these pictures of Tom and they show her at the gym, which is all, you know, this is a complete setup scene, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I, I can't, I can't remember. Like I get so mixed up with her storyline. I'm like, is she still at the gym or, <laughs> Like, we've just seen this scene 16 times. We've seen this scene so many times of her, like, doing her 30-second run as fast as you can. Um, yeah. With, without <laughs> any gravity affecting her breast. I know. That's, a, that's an impressive implant. <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, I used to play tennis, and I had a rather large bust then. And I had, like, three sports bras on and, like, a, mm-hmm. another one just so that I could, like, you know... <laughs> run around and she's just powering through it but um she's running like the wind running like the wind i think that the thing that trips me up is her like just she keeps going about how she didn't know her and tom were broken up and i'm like i could have sworn that he broke up with her right before the tell-all but remember i think at the tell-all they're allegedly were gonna give it another go after the after the tell-all, I think that's the story they're going with. I don't. That's not really the way it played out in real life. Like, but right. on the show, when they went to the tell-all, like there was this, I you know, let's try to work it out thing, and that's the story she gave at the beginning when she first was shown on this this season. But here's the thing: like, <clears throat> if she's, you know, Darcy, here's a little you know um, primer for you on relationships. If if he blocks you on social media and doesn't text you and doesn't call you and you don't call him and you don't text him and you block him, that's not a relationship, right? <laughs> so when when so, was the tell all aired? The tell all aired in um, October, towards the end of October. 
So her birthday is in September. Okay. Well, that's when I, end of September is when I posted these pictures. Right. So all this was already happening by the time the tell-all mm-hmm. came. So uh-huh. that's where I'm going with. The they got line? back together after the tell-all. After they got back together after the tell-all, I, where mm-hmm. was the where was the second tell-all? <laughs> oh wait, no, 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 no. The tell-all aired in October. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm getting right. stupid. But it did right. It was, right. It was yeah. filmed in whatever months before. I forget. I have what to remember real time versus air time. So yeah, yeah that actually that actually makes sense. Okay. So by the time we um, yeah. saw the tell-all, she was already broken up with him again, which the explains time. the social media behavior. Yeah. And, yeah. and then everything that happened. Right. With the pictures of her and video of her with that other guy. Right. I don't know Darcy. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> I can't. My boyfriend does it, too. Darcy. Oh, does. It's like, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I know. Right? Um, Good thing we don't have a hetero life mate in here to do it because he wouldn't. He wouldn't shut up if he gets started. Oh my um, god! Yeah. So anyway, so in this scene at the quote unquote spa with <laughs> Raina and Stacy, and right. then she's talking about she's going to go to you know she's going to own herself and go to New York and whatever she's going to do. I'm not entirely sure. I don't either. But, I feel like they're really trying to like on this whole sex and the city stuff like they mm. come to the spa and like it didn't look like a spa to me it looked like a, a hotel with a pool <laughs> but <laughs> i don't even i think darcy can make anything a spa i, I just think it was like, like weren't there kids in the pool <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> i mean and then there was uh, they were walking down the hall and they were wearing heels in their bathrooms heels around their bathing suits like, <laughs> Almost falling out of the bat. Those yeah. breasts just amaze me. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah she's going to be independent. She's going to show her worth by going to New York to confront Tom. Right. Uh, okay. So right. Mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what he um, wants because it it seems like they're gearing up for him. It seems like they're gearing up for him dumping her. But I wonder if they're mm-hmm. going to try and flip the script and make him, like, an asshole and, and have her, like, dump him and be like, huh, I got the last word. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's been hinting on social media that he's going to look really bad. But he already uh, looks kind of bad. Yeah. Like, before the season was starting and stuff and, like, yeah, as they show previews and things, he says that, it, like, you can he, he'll comment on pictures and stuff on instagram or whatever that that it's it's not gonna be very favorable to him so uh maybe he's just gonna he's, be he's preparing complete, us yeah complete dick or whatever i mean the stories the stories that he's sharing is like low-key shade anyways oh i know on his instagram yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like <laughs> when people are inquiring if she has nipples i'm like Oh God! Yeah, and Tom. he's he's re- reposting things into his stories that like yes. bloggers and memers are doing about like her comment, D- Darcy's comments about oh this is a Darcy look like when I mean <laughs> yeah. your opinion may vary on that whether the, maybe she's blonde. looking back in time maybe at one yeah. time she was a Darcy look alike because Darcy has many phases of looks yeah. so um. yeah. <laughs> Darcy's body dysmorphia is coming um, 
full center here. Oh. Um, no. Um, anyway, so yeah, so so he's like shading her in real life. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess you know we'll have that upcoming scene. I we've seen previews of them at a restaurant, and that was actually what we had leaked footage of way back in the right. day. Right. But the very you know all the the leaked footage is like I. I always applaud people for getting the images of the sightings, but I'm like, mm-hmm. could you just calm down for a half a second to take a clear picture? I know, right? Because <laughs> they're so so blurry. They're always so blurry. Like it's like a like um, what do you call those uh, Bigfoot sighting? Where it's well, like, yeah, but some of them are also taken really far away, and when you have to zoom in or whatever to get that, then that right the quality diminishes. So I mean, they're right. trying. You know, I know our, our I know. fraudsters on the ground, our <laughs> fraudcasters on the ground, right? Yes, that happens with like all the pictures we got of Mike and Natalie. When Those were actually landed. more clear, and Natalie at least has a very distinct look with her hair. Yeah, that's true. And you know that that at least helps that they got a clear picture of Mike. So that I I think they vary, but like the ones of Darcy and Tom that just looked like a a Bigfoot sighting, or it's like if I squint, <laughs> maybe that's Tom. And then Tom was with Jesse. I was like, maybe we thought Darcy was Jesse or Jesse was Darcy. Who knows? <laughs> we got the wrong blonde guys. But someone's having dinner with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where we leave off with Tom and Darcy's story. Mm-hmm. I don't. We don't really see much of. We don't see Tom yet. He's doing whatever no. he's doing. And so then we go to the Philippines. We're going to the Philippines. Okay. So Ed and Rosemary, they've reunited, and they're now they're heading to the hotel. He united, not reunited. Reunited. They've never. They didn't. They, to <laughs> reunite, you have to have united once before. We are right. reunited with Ed and Rosemary. <laughs> we are reunited with them. Okay, sorry, pedantic. <laughs> no, I can't talk today. I've been inside for too long. Um, I know, right? So they get to the hotel, and from her impression, I'm assuming she doesn't need or does stay at hotels very much. Um, She was really impressed with the hotel. She was really impressed, and I was like, that looks like a typical Hilton. Well, yeah, but she, I mean, she lives in a two-room house with a dirt floor. (laughs) Exactly. So she's very very impressed. Um, We we see Ed tries to sneak in one of his head stickers on his passport. Is it on his passport, really? It's on his passport. Oh, he ha- yes, he hands it to the lady, and of course she's holding it. And you see that little sticker. I was like, for fuck's sake! Uh, really? Is he just slipping those p- pictures everywhere? He really does. They're they're like those uh, those stickers you see around the college campuses where you're like, I really don't know what that is, but I guess. Yeah, but they're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then we so we have them making sure he he says that we got to have two beds making, you know, my mom get mad or whatever. Right. Um, But then they show him upstairs and he's like, I really, you know, I want don't want to get physical with her yet. You know, I want to take our time. And you think he's going to be all nice. Oh, just because, you know, let her lead it. No, because the very next scene is until she takes an STD test. So we have well, of here. I mean, Paul McCreening, he wouldn't have sex with her until she took a, what Paul would call it, STD pregnancy pregnancy test. Oh, jeez. I can't... Is that a combination test? It's... (laughs) I can't speak pole. I have to really try to channel my inner pole to speak pole, but it's... The way he says STD and pregnancy test sounds like 
STD pregnancy test. STD, STD pregnancy test. Something. Anyway, funny. so Ed wants because he doesn't know anything about her past. But here's the question: She doesn't know anything about his past either. Right. That was actually hot debate. Maybe not as hot. That was actually a debate on uh, the post I made on Instagram of, cool, I think they should both have STD tests. I think they should both feel comfortable with each well, other. any couple should theoretically do that. Right. But one, like, he should also be including that he's going to take one also. Like, I think he should take one and she should take one. Yeah. So they can both review their bill of health together. Right, that would be the correct thing to do. Right, but he he, he makes it seem like uh, it's a an obstacle she has to get over. Well, if you want to mm-hmm. get this, you got to pass this test. <laughs> right, right. Like and he's all that. Right, and he's like worried about the beds or there being two beds. Like I understand for comfort wise, but like, are you, are you saying that sex is definitely going to happen if those beds aren't separated? Right. Just drove <laughs> it just drove yeah. nuts. Um, yeah, yeah. And then she, she gets in bed and then immediately goes to sleep dude, or pretends dude. to go to sleep. She pulled, she pulled the I'm, I'm, I'm knocked out thing. He's like, comes back. She's like. <sighs> uh-huh. There was an awesome uh, Twitter. I think it was on Twitter. There was a meme or something. It was like, you know, Rose playing possum when Ed yes. comes back from the bathroom. And- yes, she just like. <laughs> but then here's. Here's the other thing, though. She lives in a house where she sleeps on the floor. So if she's in a hotel bed like that, wouldn't you be? Wouldn't your ass be knocked out if your head was on a pillow like that for the first time? Right. I'm like, yeah, he's brushing his teeth. I'm just gonna lay down and go to sleep. And then, yeah. <sighs> so the next day they go shopping in the market, and he talks on his talking head about how he wants to take her out and pamper her because like she didn't even have pajamas and stuff so you know he'd bought her a t-shirt that she wore as pajamas so she's talking about wanting to take her out and pamper her and spoil her but then when she spends his money money. (laughs) and then when she i don't know me i don't know i've never been shopping in that town in the philippines so i don't know what the custom is but when she was like keep the change first of all it was like 17 cents worth the 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 money the the conversion rate of what that was the pesos to dollars it was like 17 cents maybe that's what you do maybe she negotiated it down you know what i mean like why is he getting all he's getting like a right pissed off about this and and i feel like i feel like some of it is even like they didn't show it there's probably footage that we didn't see where you know he's handing her the wallet and they cut it and splice it to make it look like she's just grabbing at it but then they have him talking about this and you know i mean yeah theoretically yeah or maybe the scenes where she actually explains hey this is kind of um custom for how you shop in the market you know 17 Mm -hmm. cents we don't about that or yeah. something. There was, maybe there was some resolution that was cut from filming that, you know, they had to make it yeah. look like... Uh, they're creating... They have to create some, some, some drama, right? Right, that she's money-grabbing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he and took her there to pamper person. her, so in, in, right. he should have just handed her, like, however much he wanted to spend and say, buy what you want. Like, he was kind right. of deciding what he was going to pamper her with, which... Right. You you know, yeah, that's a if that's really how their relationship 
start starts in this scene. Like, that's a little bit of a controlling issue there. Like, I'm going to pamper you, but on my terms, sort of. Like, yeah. in my terms only. Because <laughs> I don't think, she, I don't think he's con- ready to show her the pajamas he brought for her. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he brought her some pajamas. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's not pajamas, man. I wouldn't sleep in that. (laughs) That's the point, They have their uses. Yeah, they have their uses. You know, um, certainly. But, uh, yeah, so that whole thing is weird. I feel like we're going to get more from it. But I'm also... The broadcaster part of me wants to know, like, the entire, how that scene went down, like, in real life, how that played out. Because I feel like we're not getting the full story from either of them. I feel Mm -hmm. like there was more footage that explains it, and the context is just, they spliced it without the other context to make it look this way. Um, But I don't like his statements about that either. Right. So, and maybe she explained or something. So there's there's something that's off with that, and it's setting off my broadcaster alarm bells. So, <laughs> well, if we we'll find anything out, produces. right? Yeah, if I can get any inside intel on that filming, then I will let you know. But. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. Um, then we go to Yonkers because we're not in Australia yet. We're not in Australia <laughs> yet. It, it has taken a long time for her to get to Australia. Yeah. I think we're going to see it next episode, but... <sighs> yeah. Well, we also didn't really see her until like this third episode. Yeah. So it it makes sense, the pace. Yeah. I just feel like we've been waiting for them because we've had such a buildup to them, and I've seen a lot of them, and they've been used a lot in the ads. They're both gorgeous women, so they get a lot of face time as far as in the ads, and they're the first same-sex couple, so they're getting ad space and stuff like that. So TLC is using them, I think, as promos. I know I am because I'm excited to see them, so I'm using them as promos. So I think right. there's been so much build up to it that even though they didn't appear until like 
episode three or something. It does feel like it's is she not in Australia yet? <laughs> right. You're like, oh my god, get there, please. Usually episode three is when we get to see the other people, so we're still the waiting other country, on yeah. Exactly. So we're still waiting on Erica and well, I have a feeling we're not gonna see anything from Ukraine. But um, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll we we um we haven't seen with Stephanie and Erica the twenty four hours before video package from right. Australia because you know they always show like when the when the American is getting ready to go over or is on the plane or something they always do this flashback 24 hours previously right. flashback to the per- party that's in that country we haven't had that package with Erica yet so no. um, but I have a feeling we, we start, will next episode so yeah we start out with Stephanie talking to Erica on FaceTime with her dog I think that's Milton that she was with her black dog was behind her um, and that she t- tells Erica that she didn't, wasn't able to come out to her mom right. about being bisexual. And they talk about sort of the differences in their lifestyle. How like Stephanie's going to stay in and eat cheese and, and Erica's <laughs> on her way out to go like watch football or something. <laughs> and, and see, I, I actually like feel for stephanie because i'm like yeah i i like to stay inside too <laughs> the cheese is debatable but i, I <laughs> like that's almost like spirit animal level when she's like i just stay inside all day i was like yeah that's a great yeah thing to do. but <laughs> especially it, these but it, days <laughs> right exactly it, it airs just as we're all staying inside um but it also brings up she has medical issues that kind of i think probably influence her to stay inside right and I think she is concerned that Erica's lifestyle or, you know, it might be a little too fast paced for her. Or maybe, you know, that's what they're setting mm-hmm. it up to be. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I can't I can't like you. I can't blame Stephanie for wanting to be sort of a homebody. My MS kind of dictates that for me as well. But also I'm 40 fucking five years old. I'm not going <laughs> to be out at the clubs. <laughs> um, well, they are they so. are young enough. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, the autoimmune disease just just takes over. So you have to learn to adapt around it. And one of those things is that I, you know, I can't always go out and party the night away. Right. Right. Or in my case, you know, have dinner later than six o'clock because I'll be falling asleep (laughs) (laughs) like an old person. (laughs) Um, We also learn in this episode that Stephanie has been celibate since her last relationship. Right. Which I think um, <laughs> might be, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see where that goes from. Cause. But so here's the thing is, are they trying to say this, that like other people in between relationships are out just literally fucking around? I mean, you do or you don't, whatever. But like, they're like, oh, she's she hasn't had sex since her last relationship. Well, I think a lot that that's true of a lot of people, right? right. But we also have to think of the timeline too, because didn't she just break up with her boyfriend? Like, yeah, before this, I watched a lot. Of, I watched a lot of her YouTube videos. <laughs> um, so, what's the real life timeline on this? <laughs> I think she broke up with her boyfriend. Um, a little bit after January Mm -hmm. and we are pointing filming for her about October. So it's not like she's been celibate for years. 
and then, you know, I'm not discrediting the amount of time that someone's celibate, but... Right, whatever. It's yeah. Teach it, your own. I, I'm not making any judgments on whether you are or you aren't. I'm just saying I don't think not having sex while you're in between relationships is not like a huge thing. You for, know? Some, like, for some people, it might be. There might it might be. be. That, like, right? Like, right. How can you live without it? But, you know, right. her last relationship probably had to have been... Uh, pretty bad if she swore off something like that so right but then i mean i know a lot of people in real life who have done both in between relationships you know gone and just had lots of one night stands and you know more power to you and then have just not done that and more power to you too like it's all it's all fine i just don't think it's like it's this huge oh my god she's celibate yeah she just hasn't she's not out there you know, a new guy every night, a new guy or new girl every I, night of the week. Right. I, I think know. what throws people off I think off they're making it like this big deal. They are. And and her content for, say, Patreon is a bit on the sexual mm-hmm. side. So oh, I think yeah. they're, they're, a lot of people are like, wait, you're celibate, but that's, you it just nudes. doesn't, <laughs> right. <laughs> you still it put will, nude pictures of yourself. <laughs> right. Well, she's probably like, hey, it's easy. I'm at home all, you know, anyway. So, you know. Right. Take a few pictures, yeah. make a few bucks, keep going. But I think that's an interesting, th- you know, the the juxtaposition of that, of how she is remaining celibate. And, you know, and I guess the, the previews make it seem like she may not get into it right away with Erica. But she sells nudes. So, like, the, the juxtaposition of those two things, like, if right. you sell nudes of yourself, you must be promiscuous or, like... I don't know. Well, that's, there's like that's there's the, some whole social, you know, <laughs> right? Sociological. Well, we, see it, we see it as porn for some. I mean, what she does isn't necessarily porn. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, God, where was I going? In addition to that, you were talking about um, it not happening right away. I think that is a low key theme for this season: is earning the sex, earning, like it's something to be earned. Yeah, right. <laughs> you have to take an STD first. Um, we'll get to it, but Avery puts Ash oh, in the yeah. guest room. Um, Stephanie is celibate, and Erica probably has to earn her trust to get some. Oh, right? yeah. The only person that's, like, jumped on it is Lisa. So Baby girl Lisa, <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, she, she, she didn't even say you have to earn it. She's like, I've earned she, it. Let's go. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, these people get to know each other. You know, this could spawn an entire discussion on another episode or something. But the whole theory of this whole, they've been in this relationship and getting to know each other on a very intimate level. You really get to know somebody, you know, on this level, talking all the time. And you feel very, very close to them, but then you're are meeting them for the very first time in person. So you've got this weird mix of you know them really well, but you also don't know them really well. And when is sex comfortable for you in in, in that situation? For Lisa, she's obviously comfortable right away, whereas Ash and Avery, as we're about to talk about, Avery's not comfortable with that right away. Right, exactly. She wants a little um, bit more comfort level with him in person versus just on the phone. Well, I don't blame her, and we can probably move into them. Yeah. Um, Since she's broken up with them, did she say three times in the nine months they've been dating? Yes, 
three times. Right? Yeah. Um, but we'll get, we'll get to that. So she finally mm-hmm. gets to Australia. Mm-hmm. Looking gorgeous. She and she looks gorgeous. Like, she just touched up her makeup on the plane. Dude, how do you not look <laughs> exhausted? Like, I get, like, brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, washing your face, putting some makeup on as you get to the end of your flight so that you look put together but she doesn't even look exhausted she doesn't look like she's been on a plane for you know there's only so much makeup can do right <laughs> right the, re- the, re- the rest might been a relaxing agent <laughs> that'd make you look real calm <laughs> oh, yeah. um, something she maybe she brought some infused something or other on the plane with her all you need to do is pop an edible before the flight Oh. I'm pretty sure that by the time it metabolizes, you'll be cool when you land. Depending on where <laughs> 19 you're hours later? Do they last that long? I don't know. I have no experience with this. I have no this. clue. Uh, you know, with the science of metabolism, it, it, it depends on the person, I think. Um, but they share a kiss that uh, I think is probably one of the best kisses. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. Everyone was skeptical clear- because, you know, the relationship coach. Yeah, but they clearly have a connection. They clearly, like, this isn't made up, this relationship, which is nice to see. You can see that. You can see their chemistry together, which is nice. Um, Yeah, and then they go to the Airbnb because he apparently lives with his brother or something, and they don't want all – his brother didn't want all the filming there probably. So they go to this Airbnb. I can imagine, yeah, which looks gorgeous. This Airbnb is awesome. Yeah, and and Avery tells Ash, "No, you're sleeping in that room." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, you know, whatever. That is what it is." Right. Um, and then his gifts to her: the black roses and this bracelet. Now, the thing before we get into the black roses, this bracelet. So these bracelets are says Ash Hart Avery and Avery Hart Ash. And apparently, right. when he first had them, he posted them on social media. Mm-hmm. And she breaks up with him because it was just too much for her. She felt too loved. Too loved. But then there's another time she break. One of the other times she breaks up with him was because he had deleted all her pictures off Instagram. I mean, his, a hacker did. <laughs> so they broke up then. So either she's too much, too little. Like, I don't know. Is she like the Goldilocks? So she, she felt too much love with him posting that he was in a relationship with her. And then she didn't feel right. enough love when he archived all her photos. Right. So she's the Goldilocks. It's not enough. Too much. Is there one that's just right? Oh, man. So he gives her the bracelets and then black, the black roses. These cause more of an uproar on social media than I would have expected. I know. I didn't think that. Well, yeah, you did because you want a black wedding dress and stuff. My dark black gothic soul fucking loved them. Yeah, and maybe she does. There was a big uproar about it. Oh, my God, it's death. And no, they're just whatever. They're just roses. Well, if we went into the meaning of, if we meant all the meaning of roses, like. Yeah. I'm like, at least least she got flowers. Maybe she liked them. Maybe there was an insider, inside joke or inside, you know, something about him. Who knows? Like, to me, it wasn't that big of a deal. That they were black. I thought it was something different. It was kind of cool and unique. I think he should have brought think, her flowers at the airport, but whatever. <laughs> I think that's so cliche, though, and I hate that he probably knows that. But I think the um, the in private setting of giving her something mm-hmm. like that, because you imagine him coming to the airport with a bouquet of black roses. Oh, God. 
<laughs> I'm welcoming the Grim Reaper. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> it's like the Undertaker's going to walk in. Exactly. Like, what would you think if you saw that? You'd be like, what the hell's going on here? But um, I don't know. I thought it was sweet. And her reaction was that she genuinely enjoyed the the, the gift. So if yeah. she likes it, then that's what matters. And, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who knows? Maybe she had talked about it, black roses. Who knows? But right. I thought it, it, flowers and the bracelets were very sweet. And um, we're, I guess, going to see more about, I don't know. I don't know what their preview scenes look like. I don't remember I don't seeing a lot of previews. Have we seen any I, previews with them? Not really. I don't even see, like, a preview of them fighting. You know, there's always that, like, yeah friction they, scene that they show, but. Well, what's interesting is watching this is knowing what we know about how Ash has, since filming, Ash has gone to Seattle twice now to right. visit her. Right. So obviously they, this, you know, are they engaged? We don't know. Um, we know he's free to come and go as an Australian citizen, so he doesn't need a K-1 to come to the country and everything. So we don't really know if they're engaged or they're just dating, but we know they're together at least as of the end of filming. Or if they right. broke up, they got back together. <laughs> well, and their social media so. mood, I always go by that on social media. They're pretty kind to each other, so. Mm-hmm. Which Whatever you can't always means. go by just because no. they fall, you know, the the <laughs> social media guidelines that... TLC gives out, at least they did a couple seasons ago, was try to act on social media like whatever's going on in the show as it's airing, even though what's right. airing is not real time. That, they want them to sense. act like it is. So oh, that's a tough contract, <laughs> when, man. Like, I would have blown yeah. that out of the water. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a couple seasons ago. I don't know if it's still that way or how strict they are on it, but that was a couple seasons ago. They right. did have that caveat was to act. But I understand, too, that the TLC's former social media person is, like, they left. Or the person who put that direct about has since left. But uh, I could be wrong on that. Anyway, um, so that's Ash and Avery. Let's go to Vegas. So next, yeah, next we have our most anticipated couple for this season. Our episode number four. <laughs> our episode number four couple, <laughs> which means the that entry the most episode four entry. <laughs> Dave and Lana. Dave of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Lana of Ukraine. Um, and we meet Dave, who's looking for a motorhome, mobile home. Right. Mm-hmm. He's getting. Which, a, he's um, getting ready I'm for sure. retirement. Mm-hmm. Those are some nice ass motorhomes he's looking at. That was amazing. I was like, holy shit, that looks better than my yeah. a, apartment I spent. I know, right? <laughs> like, that granite countertops? <laughs> right? And like gold trimming. It's like, uh, what is going on? But nonetheless, he wants yeah. to drop everything and retire and travel, I'm assuming, for the rest of his life, which is a common dream for some. Right. Drive around. But the on the other States. hand, right. But on the other hand, he is. Courting, uh, how old is she? 27 at the time? I don't know. Are you talking about the beginning of the seven years that they've been talking or the end of the seven years that they've been talking? 
Oh, dude, when you say it that way, yeah, they've been talking since she was 20. Yeah. <laughs> well, allegedly since she's 20. We don't know for sure how old she is, but um, huh. we have to make a comment about the cat. So he lives with his cat, whose name Mothra. is Mothra, which, by the yes. way, is the name of Godzilla's rival. So for yes. those of you guys who are like, wait, wasn't this in a Godzilla movie? Is this a Star Wars thing? That's where it's from. It's Godzilla. It's a Star rival. Wars it's thing. It's God- Godzilla. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he said hi, Mothra, so I, know, I, I had like, a friend who had a dog named Mos Eisley. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, as soon as he said Mothra, um, I was like, okay, fine. I like him. <sighs> a little bit. A little bit. everywhere went, oh. Ah. So... He he explains how he fell in love with Natasha and Bullwinkle when he was like five. Now imagine that being your sexual awakening, dude. He's at five and he's like, I don't know about this, but this Natasha, she's making me feel good. <laughs> making me feel some type of way, like all tingly. Oh my <laughs> he's god! Five and he felt yeah. And oh. Natasha wasn't. She wasn't just like it wasn't just the accent. She was like dominatrix type, like yeah. Yeah, Anyways. so that's what he's looking for. He's looking for his Natasha, the Natasha to his Bullwinkle. And uh, he explains how, like, how he's talked to her through this app or the, the website. We'll get to the website right. in a minute. But through the website right. that translates it, and it's like, what, two ninety nine a minute or some nonsense like that. And how much money he spent because he only communicates with her through the website. So he's right. got to pay to communicate with her. <laughs> right. There's no other means to communicate. Yeah. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, someone needs to share the app that Anna and Marcel used. Oh, yeah. No, but then she, Lana wouldn't get any money. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> she She's got to make money. She keeps that's it right. this way so they could keep getting money. And um, they go. So Dave goes out to um to eat with his friends this couple who where the wife is ukrainian and yes. she talks about how she used websites or whatever went to meet her man or how she how it was in the ukraine like that's what they did and they're trying to right. tell him that lana's scamming him and right is it a scam if he knows exactly what's happening and he still does it anyway is that is that a scam i mean he believes that lana loves him but he has to pay to talk to her it's That's it's either a scam, so there's, I mean, I feel this, like, if it was truly a, a scam on his part, I think he would think, I don't know, it's hard. Like, I feel like because, um, I know I'm skipping ahead here, he spoke to another Ukrainian woman before. I feel like Anya, he yeah. kind of knows his way around things. I, I feel like he knows what he's doing. And we see it as him being taken, yeah, but maybe he wants to give. Maybe that's, like, the thing for him is to, you know, uh, shower these women with gifts, and this is this is how he wants to do it. Um, right. But his friends think he's an idiot. I mean, surely, <laughs> surely he knows that true love, you don't actually have to pay to speak with someone. And so he's perfectly fine and willing to do this for seven years. And so we talk about, you You mentioned this woman, Anya, that he met in Odessa, Ukraine. Right. 
No, what when I saw Odessa, I texted you, and I was like, "Hey, there's that Netflix documentary called Love Me, which is yes. all about men going on Russian, like it's like Russian mail order bride um, tourism to Ukraine, mm-hmm. and they go to Odessa. What what that? If you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend you watch it. It's called Love Me. I think it's still on Netflix, but you can find right. it. You should be able to find it. Um, where these men go, they talk through this website, very similar situation. And then they can, the, the website people arrange this trip out there to, and Odessa is one of the places only, I don't know places in Ukraine. I know Kiev, I know (laughs) Odessa, right? Right. And so they go and they do the, they take them on like these different, social outings where they meet the women that they've been talking to, but also other women. And it's this huge, huge thing, you know, the tourism trade, because that's how the women get out of there. And this is how men like Dave, you know, get married. Right. So I feel like he's been in this Russian wife tourism industry for a while. If he went to Odessa and he had met Anya before on a, on a previous trip, like that's why he's been to been there like three times. It wasn't necessarily to meet Lana. Like she, he went to meet Lana possibly, but other women too. At least that's how it worked in this documentary mm-hmm. is that you could talk to the, the, you know, if there were specific women that you had been talking to, you could try to meet them. They would try to arrange that. But then there was also a bunch of other women. So I feel like that's probably when he says he's been there, you mm-hmm. know, three different times and she stood him up. I feel like it's on these Russian tourism um, wife finding trips. Right. So that's my thought. It was a good movie though. Yeah. It's a good documentary because it also explained why the guys do it and why they will keep doing it. So I think there's also like a level of, I want to do this um, Mm -hmm. where it kind of almost takes the, it's worth it to them. Yeah. Yeah. They know very well what they're getting into with this um, a lot of times. And the women know exactly what they're doing, trying to, you know what I mean? So it's very transactional. I mean, you could fall in love. Absolutely. Um, These guys in the, in the documentary weren't very successful, but they did say they would go back again and they would keep trying and maybe meet this other person. Um, so I'm, in fact, I might learned continuous improvement. (laughs) Um, yeah. So the website that Lana is on, well, she's on multiple ones. Why don't you tell us what you found? Right. So, um, she is on, and this is this, uh, what confused me was I found, we found her originally on Russian bride int. I'm guessing it means international. Um, she has a profile on that page, and she also has a profile on uh, one called Laudadate. I think Laudadate's the one that we actually saw per the show, just by the look of the user interface um, with the blue. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to talk more about the Russian Bride one, because I didn't, the Laudadate one didn't have all these, you know, gifts and cheesy things on it. So they break down, like, how much it costs to talk to people, how much credits are, the different gifts you can buy these ladies, um, and just to give a sense of the the cost of something. So we'll do 265 credits is $119. 
For 265 credits, you can get a basket of champagne. A basket of champagne? A basket of champagne. It looks like <laughs> it has some fruit in it. Like... <laughs> So that's a hundred and how much was that? A hundred and what dollars? A hundred and nineteen dollars. Like maybe this is a really good bottle of champagne, but you know, no. Three hundred and thirty. I want to know what the cut is, what the cut the website takes, and what percentage of it they give to the girl, which I imagine is very little. I imagine it's very little too, because three hundred and thirty-six credits will get you nine freaking roses. And that would be over $200. Uh-huh. So, I, you know, $200 for nine roses. There has to be a cut somewhere well, being taken that out. That explains how Caesar... Remember when Caesar spent like $500 to send flowers to and, and Maria? And Dave spent 100000 Right. So, over seven years, you could easily spend that much if you're constantly giving gifts, if you're constantly talking. Um, mm-hmm. No, if there if she had legitimate interests in him, she would take it off off of that website, and they would just go to like WhatsApp or whatever, and she right. you know have that conversation like a, like a normal couple. But she doesn't; she keeps it on the website so that the website keeps getting money. English lessons is one of the things you can buy. So I mean, if you spend a hundred thousand oh, dollars, okay. he could have spent like maybe three or four hundred dollars and got her English lessons. So um, I don't know. I, I feel like whatever she's going with is an excuse to why she couldn't take it outside the app. I don't think it was her ability to speak English. I think it was I'm making fourteen grand a year just talking to this dude. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, and if she's doing that with how many other guys, then <laughs> right, exactly, because on her thing yeah. it says single, so I'm assuming either that is just a default that she goes to, or she's actually single, and that's just you know what she does is talk to guys because um something that Dave's friend said was by the time you're Lana's age and you haven't married, you're probably just uh what does she call her uh, a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> right so she's you know that that's her job is she look goes after men and, and yeah. sees how much money she can make off of them as opposed to actually trying to find love right which we saw with maria and her friends they were talking about how like that's what they do right they all just mm-hmm. get on these websites and this is how they make money this is how they're potentially getting out of ukraine if that's what they want so the, we, it's not like we haven't seen this before <laughs> right um all right, so if you want to see those profiles uh, of Lana, a.k.a. Svetlana is her full name. Uh, uh, Hannah Kala has those on her social media, which is 90 Day Fiance Today. At 90 Day Fiance Today. On Instagram. Or you can go to mine, and I'll route you to hers. <laughs> Um, she found that, yeah, the profiles, you can see the profiles, you can see what you can pay for and all of those various things and which websites they are if you're interested in, you know, joining on either side of, you know, the, the website. That was um, a question. So can American women join on this site? <laughs> like we said this with Maria. This, I can, I, I respect the hustle. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have to get on cam. Um, I don't have to do voice. All I have to do is be available and type all day. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for that. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, um, yeah, so that's all we got on them. Uh, no Yolanda and Williams in this episode. Nope. Um, we have a little bit of a social media roundup for you. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> so, I think two things I have. So, social media. We were talking about Lisa's social media. Um, yeah. And I think that I don't... I don't want to get into all the drama with, you know, the cheating and the right. messages and stuff, but her Instagram is all over the place. It goes from like yeah. hating Soja Boy to hating random bloggers, bloggers, I do that in quotes, mm-hmm. to um, yeah, loving. Soja Boy again, to him being her man crush Monday. I don't even know what's yep. going on. Like, I feel like there are different yep. phases of Lisa, and it all comes out on Instagram. Uh-huh. Like, she'll post, like, ten things, and then within 15 minutes, they're deleted. So I don't know what's going so on. So crazy. It's, you uh, get whiplash with it. It's crazy. Like, we talked some last week about... Whatever was going on that she had, the, there was these screen grabs of him talking to another woman and all this other stuff, which looks like it may have been, he may have been set up. I'm not, it's not entirely clear, but it looks like people set him up and were intentionally trying to trap him into that. I don't know. But right. we have her being, talking about how much she hates him or whatever, but then today he's her man crush Monday and just loves him so much. So Right. <laughs> So either so either she really does have um uh, we're gonna say binary posting habits. I don't know. I'm trying to avoid the word bipolar, <laughs> but it, it's it's you know, it's either this or that or you know, she's deleting stuff or Extreme she's posting on strippers. Yeah, or she's mouthing off towards this and she has a real hate for Anybody who considers themselves like a 90 day anything poster, like a fan page, a meme page, a blogger. They call us all bloggers, even though we don't like actually have blogs that we write. Right. Um, That's that always confused me. (laughs) Fan pages, like I said, you know, meme accounts, any of these things that people follow that, you know, we post up on the on the shows. Right. Right, she doesn't and then like she, she calls us, she calls us cockroaches or something, <laughs> something like that. I'm happy to be a blocked cockroach. Don't care. Um, but she also decided <laughs> to go off on people who are doing merch sales. And this weekend, right. she posted something saying how she was going to pursue legal action for anything that she sees related to her or Soja Boy. Um, she's claiming ownership of anything she says and so we've 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 always kind of walked this fine line of knowing whether or not the 90 day fiance themed merch was any kind of copyright infringement or if it fell under the fair use whole i mean there's a whole lot of fair use um uh, literature out there that it i think it's it honestly would take a lawyer to navigate those waters so yeah, um, a lot yeah. of merch people did reach out to me. I think per someone else's advice, if you are actually worried to seek out 
legal advice from someone who's actually in that area of expertise. But, you know, this hasn't been a problem. I think the only two people now that didn't really like it was Robert from last season of uh, season seven of 90 Day and now Lisa, who Mm. is very vocal about her hatred of it. So, right. I know Paul (laughs) has wanted he doesn't mind it at all, but he just wants it to get a cut of it. (laughs) Like he wants to do it himself. Of course, but it's so, like, then do it yourself, right? Like, use your own artistic right. capability to make your own merch. And we saw that, like, Caesar tried to right. sell his own merch. And it's really weird to buy someone's merch from them. Like, that's just really bizarre. You know? Yeah, but I get it. Like, they should profit off their likeness, right? But it, you do have to... The, there is this whole filing of trademarks and registrations. And, and I'm actually in the thick of it at the moment as we speak <laughs> with my own brand name stuff, um, the fraud cast and all this other stuff and frauded by TLC and stuff. So it's not as easy as just being able to say, Hey, you know, that's me. You can't use me. Well, I, I posted my pictures publicly. You, you can right. do it. Yeah. It's public. <laughs> you know, I put yep. them out there in the world. I can't stop somebody else from using them. They want. You know? Right. I can it there's stuff about intellectual property if somebody were to steal that but a picture of my face is not intellectual property. Right, and even sharing memes is borderline. The, yeah, there's that's parody and then yeah, but where the money making stuff like this is a really complicated area of law. I remember learning <laughs> about some of it tangentially in law school and it is really confusing and um let's just say on my own trademark issue stuff that I'm dealing with I do not represent myself. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I know enough to know that I need to pay somebody else to handle it for me and I live down the street from the patent and trademark office. Like I can't just walk in there and say here trademark this. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Right. There's a whole lot of steps that I've even gone through for my own personal stuff. So, yeah, that's just my uh, lovely announcement for those who have reached out to me. It's it's too damn complicated. And the 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 end uh, answer to the question I posted was. It depends. And so whenever you get that... which is such a lawyer answer. (laughs) (laughs) It depends is such the lawyer answer. Right. Every lawyer that reached out to me said, it depends, and this is not legal advice. I'm like... (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay, so what else did we, with them, was their social media? Soja Boy. So Soja Boy, on the other hand, uh, he's very vocal on Instagram. And so on the episode, we saw that he actually shared a bed with one of his housemates. And so Mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, a lot of people were like, wait, you share a bed? Well, this is completely normal to his culture. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like he said, we're all guys. It's fine. Uh, Someone had commented Mm -hmm. or asked him if he was normal. Right. Someone had asked if he was gay. You know, of course, he's going to respond to that, but it's too um, R-rated for this podcast. But he basically um, (laughs) defends his liking for uh, girl parts and not boy parts or the back part of girl parts. So um, he clarified what he likes to put it in. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, thanks, Soja Boy. We are so glad he likes to put his 
Right. <laughs> Very graphically def- clarified where he likes to put his penis. <laughs> Good God. Um, like- so I think that I know. So we start and end this episode with Lisa and Soja Boy's girl parts <laughs> and boy parts. <laughs> right. <laughs> For you. You're welcome. Yay. Um, we're doing our part to 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 help, and so that's it. That's it for our show today, you guys. Um, I've said this before, and I will say it again. If you want something uh, to keep you occupied while during this time um, that you're stuck inside, I have to work during the day still. But if you have not, you know, if you have the time or whatever, watch season two. Of before the 90 days and then three and four are really good seasons as well and also happily ever after seasons one and two that'll keep you busy um we'll see maybe uh, some old school memes from those if you don't haven't seen danielle and muhammad you're missing out you need to go see them they're on yes, season two so that's what i have to <laughs> that's what i have to say about that and in closing, I'm very excited to say that uh, the website is about to launch. Yay! Yay we finally. just switched hosting providers of the, the podcast. The podcast was hosted on Podbean. We've now switched to Red Circle. That switchover has gone smoothly. And now that that's all gone smoothly, we'll, we'll be able to plug in the RSS feed stuff. I'm very excited about this. The new website, um, it's coming out, and that will be thefraudcast.com coming up shortly. Yay. And where can people find you? What else do you have to say? Uh, you can now find me. I have uh, erased the confusion of my IG handle, so you can find me at, at 90 Day Fiance Today. Very easy. You can spell it. <laughs> um. <laughs> it makes sense. Right, exactly. She still the, I'll, we'll still call her Hanakawa, but you can find her there at 90 Day Fiance today. And uh, I'm Frauded by TLC. You can find me on Instagram at Frauded by TLC. You can find me on Twitter, although I'm, I say this every time. I'm not big on Twitter, but you can still reach me. I get notifications. If you send me a message there, I will get it. Um, you can also find me on Instagram Friday nights, Frauded Night Live we do, and uh, those will get uploaded to my YouTube, which is Frauded by TLC on YouTube. Uh, please subscribe. I'm getting close to 1,000, you guys. That's my goal right now is 1,000 people. We also have a Patreon. If you're interested in our Patreon, you want to hear us talking about other reality shows and us just whatever we talk about over there. We right. recently did an episode. We did an episode dedicated to Love Is Blind. We also uh, are covering Love After Lockup and Life After Lockup and Married at First Sight right now over there. And that is patreon.com slash the broadcast. You can join us for as little as $3 a month. And for those of you guys who have joined us over there at the $5 level where you get stickers, I will get those stickers out to you. I had to get, I have to get new envelopes, which is a kind of an issue because I have to order them or I have to send Hedo Life Made out to get them because I can't go out to the stores and get them, but I'm out of envelopes <laughs> right now. So they are coming. Don't worry. You will get them. You will get the stickers. Um, and that comes at the $5 level. Anything else? No, I think you have covered it all. Thank you guys for joining us. Be safe out there. Listen to Dr. Fauci, our Lord and Savior. And 
uh, wash your hands and stay home. We are the Frogcast. We're dumpster diving, so you don't have to. This broadcast has been produced and edited by yours truly. Art by Sarah Dottie. Music written, produced, and performed by Umami. Segment producer at iHeartReality TV shows. Further assistance provided by many unnamed fraud consultants. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear, but not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.